Listening to the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph, a fan podcast about the CW show iZombie. My name is Robin, so go sit on a screw! <laughs> My name is Stephanie. Try not to stare. <laughs> uh, I love that one. Uh, uh, we also have a guest with us, a return favorite. Uh, Dare, welcome back to the show. Hi, thank you. I see you don't have a line prepared. That's okay. No, I'm I'm sorry. That's all right. I'm unprepared for class. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm you, the worst. You, you're going to just sit there with your head down for, for a little no, while. No, wait. I have one. Oh, I have okay. one. Cows are large. Cows are large? <laughs> yeah. What's that from? From the episode talking- we're about to discuss. Yeah, when they're talking I about cows' it. brains are real small, but, oh, yeah. but cows are large. That's right. It was a... Yeah. My boyfriend Clyde Cows are dumb. <laughs> Dare, are cows dumb? Are they dumb? I don't think they're dumb. I think they're very social and curious. Yeah. I feel like for all these, you know, Facebook videos of animals that we see these days, like what stands out to me are animals, all animals, every single animal is much smarter than what we give them credit for mm-hmm. being. Absolutely. Don't you think so? Yeah. Well, humans are just, we're an arrogant species. That's all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, nobody And also, does. it makes us feel better <laughs> about eating if we think they're dumb. Yeah. I mean, nobody likes cows more than I do, but um, but yeah, they're delicious. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know, I've, it's been almost four years since I've ate meat. Oh. And oh, no. I made steak. I made steak last night and I thought oh this smells so good let me try it and I ate a bite and it's, I don't miss it it's not that good hmm. not going back good for you all right well um, how about brains anybody no, had some got brains <laughs> anybody had brains to Defin- food lately <laughs> definitely not <laughs> uh, why don't we get in some news here we got lots of news for you guys today uh, first one is uh, Allie's going to be guesting on MacGyver, I think, uh, next week, March 31st. Is that next week? Yeah. Oh, good for her. Yeah. She's playing Mac's close friend from MIT who fakes her own death because someone's trying to kill her. Ooh. So uh, oh. check that out. I'm sure it's a, it's a procedural show, so I'm sure you can you don't need to know all the mythology. It's MacGyver. He makes stuff happen with, like, bread bread. Ties and chewing gum. So, yeah. Spread ties and chewing gum. <laughs> um, another alley news is uh, uh, Ryan Hansen uh, mysteriously posted on his inter- Instagram. Of course, Ryan Hansen, who played uh, Dick in Veronica Mars, he guested on uh, iZombie on Fly of the Living Dead, playing Carson, the snowboarder. Um, uh, yeah, he mysteriously posted a picture. I don't know if it's very mysterious to him. He was just happy. Uh, it, it, it was him, Ali Machaka, and like three little kids sitting together on a couch on like a sitcom set. <gasps> I saw that picture. That was that guy? Yeah. He looked normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he didn't look like a dick. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, we're all kind of wondering, is this a sitcom thing? And uh, when's this happening? And um, did they film a pilot? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, the little kid in the picture, she had her own little Instagram account, and she said that they filmed like two episodes, but she didn't say what it was. Um, so I guess we'll find out. She, Allie, Allie actually commented that she, uh, she's like a hiatus mom or something like that. So she's, I think she's acknowledging that this is like a little thing she did during her hiatus and she means to get back to iZombie and not like, you know. Oh, don't be alarmed. Don't be alarmed. The show's over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So a um, couple more things. There was a extended uh, Team Z trailer 
uh, for iZombie, the season ahead. Did you guys get to see it at all? No. Yes. Okay. Did you, what did you think? It's exciting. It is exciting. Like we get to see like what happens after, you know, the season two finale, a little bit more of that. And mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, the, ex- the exploding stuff. There was a little bit more stuff from um, episode two, which is uh, Zombie Knows Best, where, uh, I mean, you see in the trailer, uh, Liv. Oh, oh, I remember this now that uh, <coughs> uh, Major was saying, I can't stop taking selfies. <laughs> Oh my! Uh, which, which, by the way, I made a GIF out of and put it on Twitter. And uh, Robert uh, Buckley actually commented on it and said that uh, you know my career is peaked. I can just throw the towel in now. And I, I immediately <laughs> tweeted back like, No, 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 no! Don't, don't throw the towel. <laughs> Keep the towel. <laughs> and then he uh, wrote back, "Rim shot." So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he's playing a teenage girl in Zombie Knows Best, and uh, apparently Liv is playing uh, uh, the father. So she's oh, standing there wow. in like uh, a barbecue, uh, king of the grill apron, um, and yelling at Major, who's uh, you know a teenage girl brain. Um, there's that stuff. Uh, yeah, they, they had a couple uh, things from that episode in there as well. It was like. It was that it was um, uh, he was talking to Ravi and he says, we're totally best friends, right? And Ravi says, oh, good God. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it was just this great thing at the end. I mean, you know, Buffy is Buffy was always called, the, you know, the Scooby gang. But, uh, you know, we have our own Scooby gang here on this show. And. Ravi says at the end of the trailer, look at us all working together to solve mysteries. We should get a van and a dog. So, (laughs) Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I've got a link to the trailer in our show notes. If you haven't seen it yet, listeners, um, they just released the actual episode description for episode two in already. So I'm going to read it. And obviously if you feel like you don't want to be spoiled, you can skip ahead. Um, but, uh, this is the actual episode description. Here we go. Uh, zombie knows best says major on angsty teenage girl brains. When Liv, Clive and Ravi arrive at the scene to investigate a fatal car accident, they begin to suspect foul play was involved. Both starving Liv and major consume the brains of the accident victims, a well-meaning father and his angsty teenage daughter. Meanwhile, when Clive is brought in for questioning about a family that was murdered, he's forced to reveal his past history with them. (gasps) Lastly, Mm. Peyton extends an olive branch to Ravi, and Major hits a roadblock in his search for Natalie. And then it says, David Anders also stars. (laughs) Um, So, this is your typical... First episode of the season written by Rob Thomas. Second episode, this one is written by Diane Ruggiero Wright. So, should be a blast. They've got episode pictures up already. I'm probably going to post them all. Um, yeah, what were you going to say? Uh, wh- who hits a snag when they're uh, searching for Natalie? Major. Does that he know where she is? She's in his freezer. So, if you remember from the uh, finale, and it's good that we're we're rewatching. Uh, the episodes um, when all the zombies yes, are free. Yes, because I don't remember. Like, I don't Natalie remember wasn't one of uh-huh. them. Like Major was like asking if anybody had seen her, and oh, she was missing. That's right. So yeah. Um, one last bit of news. Uh, it was also announced right before the podcast recorded. Um, our friends in the UK and Australia are going to be very happy because uh, if they have Netflix, uh, they'll be able to get iZombie one day after it airs here in the US. That it'll uh, it'll show up on um, on their Netflix. Of course, episode one is April fourth, so the next day, April fifth, you'll be able to watch the season premiere. So they're doing that for the entire season three. And the cool thing about this article, and I'm not sure if this is an official release or if this is just the blogger here at uh, whatsonnetflix.com is uh, making a hypothesis or whatever. But they posted the entire schedule for the entire season, and it looks like we're not getting any breaks 
according to this schedule. And so that means that uh, here in the U.S., uh, uh, season three is going to end on June 27th. So we're, there's no breaks at all. So that's cool. So uh, that's that's it for the so we, news. We can plan our summer. Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So um, we're talking today about two awesome episodes. Uh, the first one's He Blinded Me, dot, 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 with science. And then Pour Some Sugar, comma, zombie. So <laughs> let's uh, let's start with uh, uh, He Blinded Me with Science. So. Uh, Anybody want to throw in their first thoughts on the rewatch? Well, what stuck out to me, sorry, I just ate a brownie, uh, <laughs> was that we don't, we don't get the um, usual, you know, Robbie said, oh, Liv, we have a body, and then they go out to wherever the body is, and we don't know where this woman was burned. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how so that this, stood out to me. this body ends up being a character we've seen before, which is Dr. Irving. Um, and is uh, disguised as Dr. Cash. So it could be that uh, the the sister that didn't get burned that murdered her uh, must have discovered that she was working at Max Rager and tracked her down and set her on fire, I guess. Is that what she did? She did something with Canadian uh, uh, yeah. butane or something, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> A um, brand that she brought with her from Canada. Yes. To the United States because they were going to school at UW. Mm. Um, and, and also about the brain, about the, um, the Vic. Both Blaine and Liv were on the same brain. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's and, right. And you know, scientist, scientist brain is not very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best part of it that was funny was when Ravi was seriously, like, for once, like, out, out intelligenced. I guess if that's a yeah. word. <laughs> like, he's like, all right, enough. <laughs> um, but uh, I did like how Liv was uh, doing this whole investigation of Drake, and um, yeah, and she was like analyzing him. Yeah, she was doing like that was Sherlock great. charts up on the screen, you know. Yeah. With all the charts and that was pretty funny. I like how it's like yeah, comparing them to like other boyfriends and the word lol went up on the screen for a moment. Uh mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Yeah. And what did she say? Yeah. Was she the zombie on the side? Is that what she said? <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. Was was he true? Was she the zombie on the side? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. It, uh, okay, is it Robin that, you know, like, especially compared to Lowell, Drake is not very interesting a character? <laughs> I would say he's my least favorite boyfriend of Liv's, and that's putting it, I mean, that's the, you know, I mean... He's he's interesting. I I think I was more interested in him once that we find out that he's a cop and yeah, he's undercover. For sure. Because before I was convinced that he was just bad. He was just a bad guy, and that mm-hmm. instead of like having this revelation that Lowell is eating uh, the brains from Blaine, and it turns out that he's actually an innocent in all this, we're going to find out that Drake is working with Mister Boss, and uh, you know is is actually a bad guy. I thought they were going to play that kind of reversal, but no, it turned out that he was a, he's still a good guy. So not a meathead after all. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. The, the whole bouncer thing. I wondered like he, like, was he a bouncer as like a cover? Like, yeah. Like when does he have time for all this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it, it would be one thing to say, Oh yeah, I'm a bouncer. And then he actually is, uh, playing Mr. Enforcer for uh, Mr. Boss and also selling, uh, helping Donnie with the lucky you and helping around the shady plots, hauling bodies. And then also, but also being, being there uh, for his mother, talking to his mother like four times a day. <laughs> yes. I mean, she's got to be exhausting by herself. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I love that actress, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't write her name down. Um, 
But yeah, I liked her. And she had a good scene at the end of the next episode where she's really worried about Drake. Um, I have some bits of trivia for this episode that I don't think I mentioned on the last time we did this. Okay. Um, I guess if you're a Harper's Island fan, this might, you might get a kick out of this. Um, uh, the character Annie Rosine works at the cannery. The actress who played her, Allie Leibert, um, played a character named Nikki Bolton on the series Harper's Island as a bartender who worked at a bar called the cannery. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Fun facts. Fun facts. How about what is your recollection of uh, the movie Real Genius? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember popcorn at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there is a character in the movie Real Genius um, that they're paying homage to. And it's also... Because the big song at the end of Real Genius is Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to... Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there's a character in uh, Real Genius uh, named uh, Sherry Nugel, who is played by uh, Patty Darbinville. I'm probably destroying her last name. Anyway, she is uh, a... Well, she's a character in the movie. It's really hard for me to remember, but um, there's a scene in there where she um, dresses like in disguise in an executive outfit and has her blonde hair like softly curled and she wears oversized glasses. Mm. Um, And there's – and so – She's like this lab assistant that propositions scientific geniuses for sex and ends up falling for um, this character named Laszlo. So anyway, the the disguise that Liv does is, a, I think, a subtle nod to that character. And boy, I should have rewatched Real Genius. I would have had a better grasp on this character. But look it up. Um, I'm probably going to post a... a, a photo comparison in our Facebook group um, just to... But also an homage to herself, to the actress. Of course, right. yeah. <laughs> she she looked beautiful. Oh, I she mean, gorgeous. She, I mean, it's a little annoying, quite frankly, but she looked great. <laughs> I thought she had the best wig ever. Like, that wig looked completely real. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute when she tried to, like, straighten her wig. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that whole scene was great. And then of course her discussion with, uh, Von de Clark and you're really worried about the fact that he's been, you know, drinking lots of Max Rager and might just, uh, I mean, he says impulse to incinerate live more, you know, and, uh, it looks like he's about to do something and then he just lets her go. So that, yeah, especially that they that Vaughn and Janko knew that nobody knew where she was because she was right. trying to make them think that she was on the phone with Clive. Yep. Yeah. Pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Um But oh my gosh. <laughs> Ravi being creeped out by <laughs> Liv. <laughs> that was so funny. Yep. Because she's so beautiful. Oh, just the the the, the uh, stuff of nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and of course, there's the other homage, the fact that her uh, disguise's name is Gwen Dillon, who is the oh, character yeah. from the iZombie comic. So there's all sorts of stuff layered in there. It's, it's great. Um, what else? But it's kind of it's just kind of creepy that she's applying for the job of the person that she's of whose brain she's on. Yeah, she's completely yeah. very very qualified. <laughs> <laughs> she seems to know a lot about this place. Uh, um, I did think it was kind of strange that Rita recognized her from that far away and that she only saw the back of her. Yeah. Like that, th- it doesn't look anything like Liv. I mean, maybe her frame, but I mean, come on. Um, maybe if she got a glance nah. at her face, I would have believed it, but it looked like she only saw or her from behind. Maybe she has seen pictures of Liv before she was a zombie. No, maybe. Justified. Uh, All right. Moving on. Oh, wait a minute. Mm. Did Major not know that Rita was Vaughn's daughter? Right, exactly. No, you didn't. (laughs) Yeah. This is another thing. The whole the whole uh Hulk de Clark, I like to call it, like this whole 
setup, of course, is I guess I've been told like you know for the finale, it's this the the supermax is the reason why the zombies go super crazy. Um, but it kept pointing over and over again that maybe Vaughn was going to be like the big bad or whatever. Like not he's he's not going to turn into a giant snake, but he's going to like maybe Hulk out a bit. Um, uh huh. And you know the fact that he's really like quick to lose his temper with Major in this scene, and he's he's getting very aggressive. And he like I mean I don't know. It, it, wasn't it jarring when he like I mean it was jarring when he tossed the magic eight ball into the wall. But the whole tossing the sunglasses yeah. at Major too like I was like whoa he's usually a little bit more composed than that. You know you think that he's. Like one any minute now, he's just going to completely lose his shit, and uh, you know we're going to see him like throw desks or something, <laughs> throw chairs or throw people around. You know, yeah, because you know Vaughn is so much older than Major. Major's in much better shape mm-hmm. than Vaughn is. So yeah, Vaughn like comes after him, and then like chases him around Max Rager, and then Major <laughs> finds a, a like a. A six pack, six pack of mixed rager, and and drinks it really quick, and then they fight together, and it's a super battle. <laughs> but I guess it's not that kind of show. I don't know. <laughs> I, did show I was like, this. wait, what? Did I miss that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That happened in the finale too. <laughs> really? No, no, <laughs> no. Okay. Although that trailer, though, that trailer shows. Uh, uh, major at all dressed up in uh, camo and doing some sweet parkour across uh, rooftops and jumping from one one building to another. So, uh, what? Oh yeah, I have to watch this. I have to watch this. Oh yeah, this is too good. It looks like his uh, Arrow ad- audition or something. You know, <laughs> he's really. <laughs> he looks like he's going to kick some butt, or at least be like you know super agile and you know get get into high places. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, anything else about this episode? Oh, have- I liked that Blaine was mad that Drake didn't give him the heads up that Stacy Boss was coming to slit his throat. And <laughs> yeah. so he oh, gave yeah. <laughs> he gave uh, Major Drake's name right. to take out. And then it was so, it was so sad that because uh, you knew when she was waiting for him at the restaurant mm-hmm. at the at the at the heave ho that uh, that's what was going to happen. Uh-huh. I like the chapters that they do. Uh, yeah. Like in the beginning, it said, feed me, Seymour, you know. <laughs> they always make me chuckle. There was another yeah. good one, too, in the next one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I don't, I haven't been pointing out the chapter titles in the rewatch because I think I was like, I'd listed them explicitly during our original watch, but yeah, right. feel free yeah. if there was anything that. Just, just tickles me every time. Yeah, I love them, too. Um. So I guess I was mad at. I guess I was just really mad because he left his daughter. Yes, that's he that's left the Rita. Big like, dude, what is wrong with you? Something is seriously missing. <sighs> I mean, we kind of knew that, but something's really missing. Yeah, just leave your. Oh my goodness! It's it, it, yeah. Um, I I yeah. There was a there was a uh, there was a pretty dark <laughs> part. You know. Again, like I guess if they had him like being more and more aggressive, maybe they would have had him take out the zombie as like a Hulk to Clark. But I think this is better for his character, uh, or mm. more sounds more like a Vaughn move to just be like, "See ya." <laughs> Oops, he's so slimy. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. Just, uh, on one hand, on one hand, I love it mm-hmm. because it shows how just how down. You know, he's so, you know, it just shows he's so despicable. Mm-hmm. But then it is, it's very sad. Um, yeah, and the whole let me in thing at the end is very, Ooh, yeah. very creepy, Ouch. very cool, and very sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? There's, there's some stuff with Blaine. It kind of leads into the next episode of what's going on with him. But I, I did note... That uh, he has this moment of sentimentality right before he eats that brain, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and he tells Donnie and Chief like, "You need to take care of this list. If I die, it's for the good of mankind." And Donnie's like, 
who cares about mankind? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, because he wants them to to continue the brain business. Yeah. But but they're not they're not able to handle Stacy Boss. So don't worry about the drug trade, the drug de- dealing. Yeah. But they were, you know, when they saw that coffin full of utopium, they were like. Oh, is it a half a million dollars? No, it's more than that. It's a million. So yeah. they're going to want to to continue the drug dealing. And he and he clearly like like he he warns them. He's like, it's too dangerous, you know. So it's mm-hmm. like he cares about them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because he he picked out his coffin. Mm-hmm. And and he donates to muscular dystrophy. It's <laughs> yeah. one of the last scenes of this episode. I wonder if that's something that's in his past or whatever. Because oh. uh, what seems to happen in the next episode is that he's reverse reverted back to himself before he became a zombie. That was my theory. It, is that what you think? Yeah. Hmm. Like he uh, – the first thing well, – I don't know if you guys – Yeah, because he said a couple of episodes ago – you know, Blaine, before he was a zombie, he was a loser. He was a nobody. Right. So maybe he was just like a, a normal average guy. Just. And then he says, I'm a zombie, so it's prime time to be an asshole. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I don't. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I mean, he was selling drugs and stuff, but so I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, the it's it's this weird thing where he gets this amnesia here. In the next episode, um, do, do you guys want to get into the next one? Yeah. Okay. Um, like the first thing is that, well, first we think he's dead. <laughs> yeah. But then it's like he is. He sees Donnie and he's like Scotty, and he's like, "No, Donnie." The scene yeah. before is that Blaine was turned into a zombie. Um, Scotty was alive. <laughs> And the fact that he doesn't know Peyton or Liv and has no idea, like, what's going on, like, mm-hmm. and, it's, and, and it's like, I don't know, he, he seems to, I, I just wish somebody sat down with him and asked him exactly what he remembered. That was the most frustrating part. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Well, they thought what? he was faking. Yeah, yeah. Or Liv asked if he had ate a brain that had dementia. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But no, he's a he's a human again, with no recollection of at least as far as I'm concerned from the dialogue that's been given, no recollection of anything that's happened while he's been a zombie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. And then did you know just notice that Major's taste was off? He thought the milk had gone bad. <laughs> I caught it that time. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> I missed this with the wine, but I got it. Got the milk thing. Mm-hmm. It's happening any moment now. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I love? I love about this episode when Liv says, "Did I just wheel myself a pizza?" <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And, uh, yeah, and Clive was like, "You ate my emergency almonds." Emergency almonds. Yeah, I <laughs> <wrote that> down. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, I, like, what kind of situation do you have to be to have emergency almonds? <laughs> Well, you know, you stuck at a stakeout and you didn't eat before you ran out, you know, or you, you're there longer than you thought you'd be. Well, for me, it would have to be a awful lot of almonds. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit of protein takes the edge off, I suppose. Listen, I'd... they're very high in protein, and I often have almonds in my car, mm-hmm. and I, from this moment, am going to call them the emergency almonds. <laughs> <laughs> I did write down the chapter title from this one, though. It, it's not delivery; it's Babineau. Yes. <laughs> okay. And the business. I really, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Robin. Oh, I just want to say the business here was not explicitly said, but I uh, paused uh, my video uh, quick enough so I could see what was on Clive's pizza delivery jacket, and because I noticed it said the 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 box had a big peace sign on it, so I I was like, oh, there's a pun here. And yes, the jacket says pizza on earth. <laughs> ah, nice. Well, what was the name of the strip club? Are you oh. going to use all my trivia questions? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Feel free. It's just who, I, who's going to have that question? <laughs> well, I don't know. You don't know? Oh, but, okay. but 
Uh-oh. If I heard correctly, one of the strippers' names is Helvetica. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Yep. Yes. I fell out. <laughs> and I oh love the goldfish shoes. That is oh my so ridiculous. These strippers are so high drama. <laughs> They're like so emotional. There's yeah. hair flinging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fingers wagging. It was great. <laughs> oh, man. Um... Yeah, this this brain, this this whole. I love that this is like a Peyton and Liv episode for the most part. You know, when she first gets the brain and she's sitting there waiting for Liv to have a vision, and she's like, "Stash <laughs> yeah. house, stash house." <laughs> Concentrate on the stash house. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you know she's like, you know, I know where I need to go to perhaps get a vision, and uh, you know, Peyton is like. Like the sober friend, you know, with their drunk friend in the club, you know, and uh, the drunk friend, of course, is too flirty with people. But uh, you can, you know, as it's getting into the whole champagne room bit, like it's Liv is very concerned about, get, you know, she's like, you're going to pay, right? <laughs> she's trying to make some money while she's there. You know, I laugh so hard when they're walking through and I think a guy says 20 bucks or something. Yeah. For a lap dance, and Peyton says, "I'm a lawyer," and he says, 40 bucks." <laughs> yeah, and then one of the strippers said, "I'm a lawyer too." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she said, uh, "You know, like how much debt are you in?" She's like, "I'm not in any debt." The stripper has paid off her law uh, school loans already. Uh, I love Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and yeah, but that lap dance was just <laughs> oh my, oh so so awkward. awkward. Yeah, what's up with the owners, like, just letting her, like, run her own business in the champagne room? You know, you would think that one of these one of these uh, bouncers will walk in there like, what are you guys doing? You're, you're making money. You need to be employed here. Yeah. Uh, they need to get a cut of it. Yeah, but Liv was not going to eat this brain because they knew that it was the boyfriend <laughs> that had the ankle monitor on. Yep. They just, it was like an open and shut case. Right. Yeah. Um, but it didn't. It turned out not to be, and but and also those the Peyton thing where the Cassidy knew where the stash house was for Mister Boss's stash house, and uh, um, of course she had to eat the brain to get that information. Um, yeah, I, I just wrote down some of the lines during this whole strip club thing. Is uh, like the her protests to Peyton, like I have a body, all right. Can't you think of me as a sexual object? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's she's like go like trying to maybe get money out of her by just complimenting her. She's like, "You're so good at your job." <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, did that bitch just smack me in the face with her ponytail? <laughs> and Johnny Frost. Johnny Frost. Oh my word! The great Such a slime ball. Johnny Frost. He's like he gets slimier and slimier. The more we learn about him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he used his ex-wife's PI to to figure out, you know, about the charge card mm-hmm. because that PI was so good. He broke into his doctor's office to find out. You oh, know what? STD. Uh, that yes. was so wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I especially like his spray tan. Yes. I appreciate that. His teeth sort of glow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, at least he doesn't have the white eyes that you know, most people who get spray tans that we know of have. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like white around uh-huh. the eyes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, Whoever could you meet? <laughs> no idea. Uh, the interrogation of Lorelai was hilarious. Oh my gosh, I laughed. I did. <laughs> it's a friggin' Adele concert in here. <laughs> it's like interrogating a puddle. <laughs> that was a little out of control for me. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Gilda's take. Rita's. Rita, yeah, Rita's nabbed. Yeah, Rita. So, I should say Rita. <laughs> yeah. So Peyton's moving back in. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay, Peyton. And we have the great, oh my God. Like I wrote down every line in this, in this scene. 
where, where they're like, oh, you should get the apartment across from us, and we can be like the friends of friends. <laughs> Peyton is type A, Monica, and uh, and of is, course, Liv is a is a uh, 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 oh, dang it, drama or something like relationship she's drama. A, like yeah, that. she's a a Rachel, of course. Yeah. And then when Peyton's phone rings, Major... Oh, my God. Who's calling this late? <laughs> Booty call or family emergency. Family emergency. <laughs> Butt dial. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, let's see. Anything else in this episode? Oh, yeah. Of course. The the safe cracking. Robbie yeah. is Oh, yeah. Very here. dramatic. Because he sees – wait a minute. Was that last episode he saw Miner in the newspaper? No, that was earlier in this episode. Oh, okay. But he knows, he knows something's up because um, the FBI agent – and her name is escaping me – Clive's girlfriend. Oh, that is Dale. Um, She said, oh, does this person look familiar to you in the photo? And he said, no, remember? Yeah. Wasn't that the one before? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so – I almost made one of the trivia questions, like, what was the correct sequence for the save cracking, but I said it not to be a jerk. <laughs> but it was, like, his his peewee football number, his high school football number, and then, like, the day he started dating Liv, I think, something like that. Mm. And, yeah, how how freaked out would you be if you <laughs> opened up? Maybe maybe you didn't crack into your roommate's safe, but you like opened the closet or something and saw spray paint, face mask, sedative, and a needle. I'd be a little unsettled. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the great uh, uh, argument there that happens, and then Major turns and uh, Robbie puts him down. So that's cool. Um, the line that um, Rob Thomas actually uh, teased for me in our in my interview with him was Donnie's "Let those bitches try and kill me now," which made me which made me go, "Oh my god, what could that even mean? Like, <laughs> does that mean that Scotty is actually Donnie?" <laughs> <You know? laughs> but no, it's the fact that he had Chief scratch him. Which is probably the more obvious answer, but you know me, I, I'm three steps behind most of the time. Uh, uh, I think that's oh, Drake is a cop, guys. Drake is a cop. Drake is a yes. cop. Drake is a cop. This this episode left me with with one question though, Robin. Mm. What would your stripper name be? <laughs> something to think about. Ah, uh, boy. I mean, it's yeah. Comic Sans. <laughs> uh, what was yours be? Um, I'm a lawyer, not a stripper. Robin, you can't ask you, me those. You questions. can be both. Um, how about I always like the papyrus font. <laughs> that that works good. There, there's an air of mystique around that. I think. Yeah. Nice, Steph. What font stripper name are you? Uh, Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> Perfect. So you must be from uh, Alabama, obviously. Yes. Oh my goodness! Great. <laughs> Uh, also, I guess, I guess if we're doing questions based on the episode, there was a question that was posed, uh, in the previous episode, uh, how would you like to die? Ravi says whale ingestion. Um, uh, now that sounds horrific. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's a big Pinocchio fan. <laughs> oh. Uh, 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 peacefully in my sleep. That's, that's the only answer. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. The only answer. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, this is, uh, we're going to be able to wrap this up pretty quick here because we got some trivia questions, unless you guys have something else you wanted to mention in our rewatch. We're so close to the end. It's almost like, like these episodes are look, are getting more and more familiar to me as we're. Yeah. 
Oh, something that I never, I didn't see the first time around, but I loved it. This is so funny. Mm-hmm. When uh, Stacy Boss tells Drake about Blaine running a funeral home, he said the the straight out of freshman English foreshadowing. <laughs> yep. Because uh, he's gonna die. Yeah. Also, yeah, Blaine had a bit of dry throat, which I thought might have something to do with this the cure. I mean, it seems to imply that, but I, I was like, oh, yeah, he also had his throat slit. Like, throat the slit, other day. yeah. <laughs> so. Hmm. Oh, question. Yeah. Where did the huge supply of Utopium come from at the beginning of the episode? The, oh, yeah. The lucky you? Yeah. Yeah. Where did it come from? Hmm. Well, you know. No. Well, neither. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just assuming they were making a lot of money selling brains and was able to reinvest in the into uh, uh, making Utopium um, and uh, making a better brand of Utopium. And he was making they said making twenty five thousand uh, dollars a month, I think, from people, or was it a week? Um. So yeah, I'm assuming that. <laughs> Okay. But uh, uh, email us, iZombiePodcast at gmail.com and tell us what we forgot. Uh, I forget everything all the time. I can't wait till season three when there's going to be all sorts of new stuff to shove, in, shove into my brain. <laughs> Yay. Uh, all right. So let's get into trivia. Uh, odds or evens, Dare? Odds. Uh, Please. Okay. Number one. What Duran Duran song is playing on the city bus? You know, the one that Blaine is oh, riding. Oh, right. Uh, hungry like a wolf. Incorrect. God, no, he says he's hungry like a wolf, but the, the guy song was something else. Yeah, the guy whose brain he was wanting was, uh, he said, uh, no, it's the reflex. Oh, yeah. Blaine's like, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steph, you already spoiled yourself on this answer. What was the name of the pirate-themed restaurant? Heave Ho. Heave Ho's. That's right. I knew that one. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Dare, number three. What company does Vaughn say also has a secret basement? Oh, my gosh, really? I have to pay better attention. (laughs) Uh, Google. Incorrect. I don't don't know. (laughs) It's fine. Steph, do you remember? Fisher Price. That's correct. <gasps> oh, seriously. Wow. <laughs> Steph's got three for three so far. Yeah, she's I, on the ball, man. I am mentally sharp this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you went to the chiropractor. Probably so. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm telling you. I don't go till tomorrow. This is why. Mm. I'm sorry, Robin. Go ahead. That's no, fine. Uh, number four, Steph. Who does the peeping cam kid say that Annie looks like? Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> this I didn't pay attention to. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the Elephant Man. I don't know. No, <laughs> dare you remember? <gasps> Groot. Groot. Ah. I dare your question number five. What did Jenny, not Annie, Jenny, want to do with her life? Now, who is who? Oh, I remember there was a big fit about it and how, why she couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be a marine biologist, uh, also a stewardess. Uh, I don't know. No. <laughs> I, I, I remember the scene, but I just don't recall what it was. Uh, Steph, do you remember? No, I don't. An archaeologist. Mm-hmm. Don't we all? Uh, number six, Steph. What did Cassidy have in her heels? Oh, goldfish. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Love when my questions get spoiled. Uh, no trivia during uh, regular season three, by the way, listeners. <laughs> That's just, it's just too much work. <laughs> I gotta, Aww. I gotta be on top of everything. I can't be on top of trivia. Steph can write the trivia. Oh my. Okay. God. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> You really want to out me as the person that knows the least about Lies Zombie? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Dare, what was the name of the strip club? See, we discussed this earlier. Why couldn't I have gotten the heave-ho one? (laughs) Um, Also, a 
good name for a strip joint. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The Glow Lounge. I don't know. No. Um, crap. Steph, do you remember what it was? Yes, I remember. It's the Voulez-Vous. Voulez-Vous. <laughs> oh. Steph. How could I not remember that? <laughs> what glam rock classic plays when Liv and Peyton enter the strip club for the first time? Oh, gosh. Was it Talk Dirty to Me? That's correct. Yeah. Hey. Nice. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Oh, boy, Dare. Um, <laughs> I did not you know, set it up this way. What was the date that Major brought Minor home and Peyton moved in? It was the same you know date. What? You're killing me. It was the same date. They mentioned it. Uh, I know. It wasn't like March, they pointed at a calendar. <laughs> March 23rd. March 23rd. <laughs> I don't know. No, well, sorry. Was it in March at all? Nope. <laughs> We're in March, I, though. Uh, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Steph? I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, I was waiting for you to pull it out. November 13th. Hmm. That's and, <laughs> and Steph, what is the name of the horse sedative that Major uses as the chaos killer? Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. He is ridiculous. You are ridiculous. It's written on the sedative, and it's mentioned by Ravi out loud. I, I know. Horse sedative. But we are not the level of nerd that you are. <laughs> what? What is it? Fantaline. That's not a real medicine, is it? I don't know. Fanta's a real medicine. It tastes good. Fant- Fantagram? I don't know. Sure. I mean, what sedatives do you guys use on horses? Fantaline. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Steph wins the trivia. Three to zero. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> You get the uh, good try award, Dare. I, I get the everybody wins award. Everybody yeah. gets a trophy. Here you go. I better get a trophy, Robin. You're going to be like Chewbacca for, and you will not get For participating. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chewbacca. Ouch. Uh, all right. So let's do a little bit of feedback. Feedback. Sounds like Where did that feedback. come from? Where do I know that from? What? Feedback is from Jay and Jack. And oh, yeah. Trivia War had sounds like some feedback. Mm. And that was yours truly. Um, okay, so I have an email here. Steph, I don't know if you're looking up uh, Facebook, but I can read the email. Okay. We have our usual feedbackers. Thank you for rewatching with us, folks. Uh, Efrax says, Hi, guys. Can't believe we're almost up to season three. The new trailer looks fantastic, and I've lost count of how many times I've watched it second by second. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I took uh, several hundred screenshots. Uh, he continues, uh, April 4th can't come fast enough. Both of, these, both of this week's episodes cram a whole lot of new plot twists into the last few minutes. This is something that could get irritating really quickly, but I think the writers and editors do a great job of keeping everything at least somewhat clear. He Blinded Me With Science has another well-researched corpse. For those who care about such things, the victim has her hands curled up in the boxer's pose, typical of burnt corpses. For that matter, the pseudo-scientific Ugh. babble that Liv and Blaine throw out while on Dr. Irving slash Cash's brain is pretty reasonable as far as scientific gibberish or gibberish goes. Uh, it's a good thing that this episode builds up all this credibility because it throws it all out the window with Liv's what the hell are you doing putting your hand on that scanner moment. What scanner was she putting her hand on? I can't remember. No oh 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 yeah! I was I was like I was thinking that too when she was in the elevator. Why did she think her her fingerprints would work oh, on yeah. that security pad? Well, that's some that's some great uh, you know sci-fi uh, genre stuff right there. Like you're in the secret complex, but somehow your handprint opens up the secret doors. Like why? Because you're the chosen one. <laughs> I mean, I guess it was because she had Dr. Who? Cash. Ha- Cash. I guess because slash of Irving. Dr. Cash's slash Irving's brain, <laughs> she thought that she could use her. It was just like a 
muscle memory or something. Yeah, there you go. So, but yeah, I, but yeah, I was like screaming that too. Like, what are you doing? What do you think's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the other hand, I think Steven Weber's "must not incinerate, live more" moment was a tribute to <laughs> Madeline Kahn's brilliant "flames on the side of my face" scene in Clue. So I can only complain so much. I like the ambiguity around Blaine's mood change. Is he experiencing mental decline or has his brush with mortality um, and the possibility of his own imminent demise changed him? Either way, Donnie starts to move center stage, a move that I heartily applaud. Another nice twist. Vaughn's supermax enhanced impulsivity leads to one of the most truly frightening moments in the show with newly zombified Rita hammering away at the op- at Vaughn's office door. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess you could kind of um, blame it on the Supermax, the fact that he shut his daughter down there with zombies that was because of... Uh, I was drinking. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> uh, sure, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I'm almost he's wondering... He's just a scumbag. And- yeah. yeah, he's just low down. <laughs> cares for his own life, you know, a little bit more than most others. Um, Leanne Lapp's increasingly shrill and desperate screaming is just blood curdling. The whole Blaine, Major, Drake, Liv connection is just incredibly tight writing to cap off this episode. As for Pour Some Sugar, to to paraphrase Jon Stewart in a different context, if... In a million years, all of humanity is gone, and aliens find nothing but the lap dance scene as proof of mankind's accomplishments. I will be satisfied. (laughs) (laughs) A huge irony in this show. A good deal of the drama in this show comes from Liv's reluctance to reveal her condition to those she loves. Yet nobody whom she's actually revealed herself to has deserted her. Uh, Well, Peyton deserted her for a moment there. A hiatus. Um... Oh, the only people who have cut themselves out of her life are those whom she has successfully kept her secret from. Peyton's eager willingness to use Liv's abilities is perhaps a little bit manipulative, but the friendship between them is more than strong enough to compensate. The Ravi Major friendship, though, is going to need a lot more work to repair after Ravi's discovery. Okay, I'm going back to watch the trailer again. Take care, Efrex. <laughs> Another great feedback. Thank you, Efrex. I do hope you, you continue Efrex. during season three. That is, a, in. that is a super fan right there. Yeah. I appreciate him or her. Yeah, definitely. We still don't know. I don't know what Efrex <laughs> means. I'm assuming him, but that's just because, I don't know, the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have Marissa in DC's feedback. <laughs> okay. I don't know why that tickled me. <laughs> All right. Marissa says, uh, in He Blinded Me With Science, we only get a few days with a, once again, zombie version of Blaine before he panics about dying and perhaps hastily infects himself with, a, with an untested cure. It was interesting seeing Blaine on humanitarian brain, passing off the secrets of the brain business, donating to charity, and being uncharacteristically decent and responsible. Oh, I'm an idiot. See, I was attributing that to him, like, slowly turning human again, slowly losing his memory, mm-hmm. but he was on human... Oh, I'm such an idiot. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know that... Was that super clear? I brain he think ate? they say something about the brain he ate in the following episode when when Donnie brings uh, Blaine to the quote unquote hospital. <laughs> uh, right. But yeah, when you're watching when you're watching, he blinded me with science. You might come to the conclusion that something's reversed in him or whatever. That he perhaps was a good guy before the brains, but as it turns out, he was just on good guy brains. Sorry. Continue. Mm-hmm. I'm an idiot. On the rash decision side, I couldn't believe that Liv thought a wig and some makeup would fool anyone at Max Rager about who she was. She's been there multiple times, and it's always been memorable. Also, why did she think her handprint would work in the elevator to get her to the (laughs) secret level? Doesn't she understand how security systems work? (laughs) I did like seeing her investigate Drake with the pop-up statistics that reminded me of Sherlock. Ah, Also, no matter how little I like her schemes... 
uh, Vaughn leaving uh, Rita behind in the basement to get turned into a zombie was stone cold. Mm. Yep. Pour some sugar zombie was uh, much more fun with (laughs) (laughs) was much more fun with Peyton trying to trigger Liv in the strip club club and Liv being aggressive and confrontational through the episode it was also interesting to see uh, interesting seeing again how skeptical I am of Blaine's sudden memory loss and Don E and Chief taking over the business I love Donnie's line let's see those bitches try to kill me now (laughs) the episode ending with a bang with Ravi confronting Major and Liv finding out that Drake was an undercover cop. Only three more episodes to go. Yay! And we're going to cover them all in the next ep- next week's episode. Oh, I can't wait. So, uh, oh, I really like the episode following. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was almost – we were talking 17. about that and I was like, oh, too bad we didn't do yeah. three this week. And we could just concentrate yeah. on the finale because I feel like we're going to be all ex- – Excited about zombie outbreak in the finale, rewatching that more than what happens in the episode before those two episodes. But whatever. It's a rewatch. And every single one of those episodes got their own podcast. So That's right. Uh awesome. So um that's it for our feedback. And uh again, I just want to say another thank you very much to our feedbackers for writing in because I think you know, especially with this rewatch where we're trying to like kind of cram in a, a good rewatch before the actual new episodes air. Like you kind of gloss over things as you're watching. You're not studying them as much and no. you get easily confused. Like, well, I get easily confused and I'm glad there's uh, people writing in to make me, make me uh, uh, smarter. So <laughs> thanks. <laughs> uh, all right. So what is the next episode? Dare, what is that called? Uh, reflections of oh, reflections of the way live used to be. <laughs> There's that. You're in a singing mood today. I am. <laughs> it could be uh, I've been um, taken over by the, what is that? The music meister or whatever his name was from the Flash. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Engage me. <laughs> it's, it's it's the music master that that. Uh, that Neil Patrick Harris played in the cartoon. Oh yeah, the Brave and the Bold, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> now that I'm not sure about. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, so we got reflections so, of the way live used to be. Uh huh. Sorry, were you going to say something? No, I, I was. That's what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Deadbeat. Deadbeat. And. And Salvation Army. Salvation Army. <laughs> and we're going to have our good friend Kevin. Uh, Batch Elder stopped by and he's going to talk about all three. I saw he was watching them like a week or so ago. Hopefully he <laughs> remembers uh, ever, uh, enough for trivia because we're going to have one major um, trivia game to close out the rewatch. We've been doing this well, rewatch I, for you know, 15 weeks. <laughs> dang. What were you saying? I was just saying, uh, I know, the way I, I, I know, the Kevin I know will rewatch them and he'll be prepared. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, Dare, thanks for coming on again. Holla. Holla. Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Steph. Thank you. It was a pleasure. <laughs> Always a pleasure Always talking a pleasure. to you. I'm very excited for the next season, though. Yes. Chomping so at the close. bit a little bit. So close. Um, all right, cool. So, um, we will see you all next week on our final rewatch podcast. And of course, uh, if you remember what happened at the end of the first season's rewatch, I might just have another bonus episode for you before we get into our season three premiere. So look forward to that. And, uh, Steph, uh, I'm trying to figure out what that could be. (laughs) Well, you had this whole thing planned, right? That you were going to do? No, uh, actually, no. no I have. I have. <laughs> okay, you have a plan. As uh, long as somebody has a plan, I have a plan, and so do the Cylons. So, uh, as for that, <laughs> we'll see you guys all next week. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. Send your feedback to iZombiePodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. Just search for iZombie Podcast, all one word. All of our contact info is on our website, iZombiePodcast.com. You can follow Steph on Twitter at Steph Smith. You can follow Robin as well at El Robinero. Our podcast logo is designed by D. Sheehan. You can find her work at Behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. Also, a friend of the show, Cheyenne, contributes with Photoshops on our Twitter. Follow her at iZombieLove. Check out our other podcast. You can listen to us binge cast through teen dramas like Dawson's Creek and Popular. Just subscribe to We Don't Want to Wait on iTunes. You can also listen to us occasionally talk about the Buffy spinoff Angel with our friends. Subscribe to Redemption Cast on iTunes. While you're on iTunes, why not leave us a review? We do this in our spare time, so your ratings and reviews are much appreciated and helps us get seen by more iZombie fans. And make sure it's on the correct feed. We are the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. And we're done. You think anyone is still listening? Probably not. Zombies! Zombies!